This is my advice to Christians who are using social media. I would be very weary of endless browsing, which is very easy to happen. Social media companies have so much data on human behavior that they know how to optimize their platforms to keep you there as long as possible. And we have a limited time here on earth. But on the positive side of things, there's so many ways that we can use social media to glorify God. Hey, and welcome to Zero Compromise, helping you stand for truth in a world that falls for lies. I'm Patricia Angler, joined here at the Creation Museum by Jessica Jaworski, aka JJ. Hello. And Rocket Rob Webb. What's up, guys? And we are thrilled for the conversation we're about to have today. So what's going on, JJ? We're very excited. We have Trevor Sheets with us. He is the founder and owner of On The Mount, and he is also the director of social media strategies at Living Waters, a tiny little ministry you might have never heard of before. So <laughs> just kidding. It's a big ministry. Yeah. So right now we're at the Creation Museum. We're hanging out out here in our mezzanine hall which is recently built and yeah we have trevor in the house here flew all the way in from california is that right that's right first Thank time in so kentucky here me. so first trevor time. actually has a really awesome just amazing wild story so let's go ahead and jump into that right now so go ahead and start off with um who you are and and what that looked like before coming to the living waters ministry sounds great yes like jessica was saying i'm the director of social media strategies for living waters i'm also the founder and owner of on the mount which is a christian social media agency we help biblically sound organizations to reach more people with the gospel and biblical truths online and really all of that social media experience started Back in high school, I was 15, maybe 16, 14, I'm not quite sure, but I remember reading about people making a lot of money on social media. And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds great. I wanna do that. And I told my older brother, and as a very loving and kind brother, he mocked me horribly all the time and laughed in my face when I told him that so I was so loving, so kind. As he should, right? Yes. I mean, that's Very what you're supportive. supposed to do as a brother. Yes. I feel like that's not quite biblical, but. <laughs> we were not Christians at the time. Okay, so I fair enough. Them. They get the yeah. free pass, right? <laughs> Given over to our sin at that time. But I ended up utilizing Twitter, growing a following of around, I think, 15,000 people. And I ended up making thousands of dollars in high school which was a really cool flex if you're in high school. Yeah, and back then, that's a lot of money. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really uh, an exciting time. And then after that point, Vine kind of started coming out. So I'm dating myself. This was mm. maybe like a decade ago. And I started utilizing Vine, and that was the biggest social media success that I've had personally. As far as numbers go, many, many millions of Vines um, my whole high school knew I was the Vine guy. I'm like, you're the Vine guy when I would walk by in high school. And uh, I was noticed by people in public on multiple occasions, which was really wild. And so that just got me more experience with social media, but none of it was being used for Christ at this time. I was an unbeliever. I was using it for self. I wanted to promote myself and I wanted to make money. Uh, so yeah, after that point, I started a YouTube channel that ended up being quite successful as well. In fact, I decided to go full time for eight months. Working on that channel, uh, amassed over a million views and every video got over 3,000 views. So it was quite a fun adventure. It was a gaming channel, gaming oh. YouTube channel. Oh. So again, this was not for the cause of Christ, but around this time is when I was saved, which is a remarkable story of God's grace in and of itself. But eventually I left that channel behind. The very last video I posted on that channel to this community of people who loved me as a gamer was a video where I just opened up, said I'm going to be gone, and I shared the mm, full gospel. That's awesome. And Praise God. I, hell, sin, everything I did not hold back, 
Many people received well, many people were like, what is going on? Um, but that was the last video I ever posted on that channel. And then I moved on and eventually there was a job opening at Living Waters. So I somehow got that position as a customer service representative and executive assistant. But eventually I started giving them some advice regarding their social media because I saw that there were ways that they could improve, like certain ways that they could tweak the YouTube titles. I, I saw that it wasn't the best. And we're, we're sharing the gospel. We want more Christians to encounter that on YouTube. And just through those little title tweaks, they noticed that the views would double, triple, quadruple sometimes by the grace of God. It was amazing. And eventually they're like, yeah, we, we need to make you the social media manager. Mm -hmm. So that's how my social media journey began at Living Waters. Wow, that's very cool. You alluded to your testimony. Can you share a little bit more about how you came to Christ? Absolutely. So I was a wild child as we all were um but i i was very deep in sin and i came from a very broken family a lot of fighting police getting called my parents divorced when i was 13. um and so a lot of difficulties at, at one point i was uh me and my my older brother and sister the police came and they forced us out of the home into a foster home where we lived for i want to say it was a month so there were a lot of problems and uh, I, I eventually started exploring drugs and started exploring so many other avenues of sin. But also, by the grace of God, um, I wanted to move back in with my mom because I was living with my father at the time. They were separated, like I said. And she said, if you want to live with me, you have to go to church. I was like, whatever, sure. I don't care. I'll, I'll go to church. It's been many years. And she said, you also have to do counseling with the pastor. I was like, fine. Yeah, sounds good. I don't care. Like, I don't need counseling, but whatever. And the first time I met up to do counseling with this pastor, and this was in 2013, um, he sat me down. He was talking to me. He asked me if I was a Christian. I said, yes, because I believed in God. So I was a Christian, but eventually found out that I was not truly born again. He started asking a little bit more about my life, and he very lovingly and kindly told me, Trevor, by the sound of it, you're headed for hell. Wow. And as a, a very kind and respectful young man, I responded by cussing him out in front of my mom. Oh, wow. Wow. The very first time I met him. <laughs> yes. And Boy. so just for timeline here, this, is it, this, this was after you made your mini fortune off of the social media, right? Yep. Yep. So I. So this was back in 2013, you said, 2013, right? 2013, yeah. So, so you I were, was in, uh, in high school. You were in I high school. 17. 17. Yep. Gotcha. And so this was in my senior year, or I'm sorry, my junior year, at the end of my junior year in high school. And so what so, happened after that, after yeah. you cussed out your pastor? After What'd I cussed do? out my pastor, I continued to meet with him on a weekly basis for counseling, continued to go to that church. And, he's, and, and he still was able to, oh. he was still willing to, to counsel he you. That's awesome. To counsel. This, this pastor go. is amazing. Yeah, His praise God is, for men yeah. who stand yeah. by the authority of God's word and continue to disciple men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A exactly, pastor that's, that's what we need. We need more of those. Yes, his name is Pastor Matt Shackelford. He's wonderful. And in fact, his church is a client of On the Mount now, which is really unbelievable. <laughs> full circle. Full circle. Yeah, talk That's about full awesome. circle right there. Yes, but after several months, um, that year is when I dove the deepest into sin. Um, I, I got way deeper into drugs. I ended up uh, basically overdosing um, on, wow. on a more minor drug, though. Like, I, I wasn't going to die, but I overdosed. It was horrible. I stopped doing drugs. Uh, my girlfriend that I had broke up with me and rebounded with her ex, and these things broke my heart. But it took that breaking in order for me to finally start listening to the sermons I was forced to listen to every single week. And I started asking more questions about the Bible, and I started really listening more. I started going to more Bible studies. At one point, I was going to four different Bible-related things a week as a non-Christian. Mm. And finally, uh, on October 28th of 2013, 
in that very same pastor's home where I'd cussed out only a few months ago, I was on my knees repenting of my sins and putting my trust in wow, Jesus. Wow, praise God. Praise God indeed. Yeah, glory to God. Yeah, that's he loves great. saving the lowest of the low. Absolutely. And I love how the pastor didn't give up and he continued mentoring mm -hmm. you. That's such an important theme I've seen talking to different young people around the world is just the importance of mentorship. So that's great to see just one more real life example of that. Yes. And so when you finally bent the knee to Jesus on that day, October 28th, 2013, um, you still had a lot of your social media, right? You had your Twitter, you had your Vine. Yep. What did that look like all of a sudden when you looked at that and you said, okay, here's what I'm doing. How do I need to now shift gears to now work for the kingdom, right? And, and, to, and to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ and, and, to, and to build um, and establish his kingdom from there. That's a great question. So immediately after I was saved, I was sharing the gospel on a weekly basis on the streets, That's which cool. is crazy. That's awesome. um, but that is what our church was about. And at that time, uh, Easy and Mark, who are involved at Living Waters, mm -hmm. some of our viewers might know who they are, um, they were involved in that. And so that's how I got connected with Living Waters. I didn't even know what Living Waters was. I was just sharing the gospel with these people at my church. As far as my social media goes, I didn't pivot to sharing the gospel right away. But immediately everything was clean. I was no longer swearing. I was no longer posting content that was worldly. Um, and I, in fact, I remember, and, and this is really good to know that um, sanctification is progressive. Mm -hmm. We don't leave all of our sins behind immediately. We do make a decision to follow Christ. So you become behind. a new creation yes. at that point. Yes, from glory, you become a new creation with mm -hmm. a new heart, with new desires. You actually love the God you once hated, and you hate mm -hmm. the sins you once loved. Yeah. But it takes yeah. a long time to purge us from the sins that we have. Mm -hmm. We're all still going through that process until we go to heaven. But um, I remember a friend confronting me. He's like, dude, why do you have all this bad stuff on your vine still? So all my old videos, really bad worldly stuff, cussing, whatever, sexual jokes, all that stuff, was still present on my vine. And he graciously confronted me on that a few months after I was saved, and I'm so glad he did. I went through and I deleted every single one of those. Wow. Praise God. Deleted mm -hmm. them all and eventually started injecting the gospel more and more on my YouTube channel before leaving it behind. So my, my final video wasn't the only gospel presentation. I would live stream to a few hundred people, and I would share the gospel every time that I would go live on that channel. Yeah, oh, you started uh, standing on biblical authority at that moment with zero compromise. You moved away from the old, old social media. So what did that look like in terms of now creating your new YouTube channel, your new social media platforms to now to, to the glory of God? Absolutely. Like you said, when you understand the authority of God's word, how every single word from Genesis 1-1 to Revelation is breathed by God and is profitable for rebuke, for teaching, for exhortation, so that the man of God may be equipped for every good work. Amen. Then it becomes the Amen. Then it becomes the central part of your life. So eventually I left all that social media behind. In 2017, I decided that I wanted to go back on social media. I left it away for a long time because of my past influence on it. I just wanted to make sure that I had the right heart before I approached it again. Mm -hmm. But eventually I started on, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube again teaching God's word and sharing God's word and expanding on biblical truths, always using God's word as the authority behind what I'm sharing. And God's really blessed it. I, I currently have over 25,000 followers across social media, which is amazing. I haven't had as much time to make YouTube videos as I want anymore. 
my whole life is about encouraging other believers by pointing them to God's word and equipping them to share the gospel just like answers. And real quick, before we keep moving on with this really awesome, amazing story, if people want to follow you, where are some good places that they can go to follow Yeah, anywhere you? on social media uh, is my name, Trevor Sheets, and my last name is spelled S-H-E-A-T-Z. It's a tricky one. There's only like <laughs> 70 people in the world with this last name. It's right. kind of crazy. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, you look that up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you will find me. Sweet. Cool. So, awesome. Social media is supposed to be used as a tool, and you're at the forefront of that, of what you're doing now and what yes. you had been doing previously. So particularly talking to young people, what what would you tell them and how they should use social media as a tool for the kingdom of God and to glorify Christ? Mm-hmm. Great question. Like you said, it's a tool. So social media, some Christians can see it as just this inherently bad thing. And certainly bad things can come of it. But just like many other tools in our life, it's a neutral thing. It depends on how we use it. I could pick up a hammer and I could use it to build a house for my family or I could use it to attack someone. Uh, the usage of social media determines whether it's a good or bad influence in our life. This is my advice to Christians who are using social media. I would be very weary of endless browsing, which is very easy to happen. They have Social media companies have so much data on human behavior that they know how to optimize their platforms to keep you there as long as possible. And we have a limited time here on Earth. Uh, there's a passage in the book of Psalms that that says, Lord, teach me to number my days. And so using social media excessively is not a good use of our time. So we need to be careful about that. But on the positive side of things, there are so many ways that we can use social media to glorify God. And it doesn't always have to look like going on there and just sharing the gospel with all of your followers, although every follower of Christ should be willing to do that. Jesus said that whoever denies me before men, I will deny before my Father in heaven, but whoever acknowledges me before men, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. So I think every Christian on social media should have some mention of Christ in their bio, in their comments, somewhere Show that you are a follower of Jesus, even if you just post stuff about your personal family. And then to help glorify God through showing that you stand for Christ on social media, um, live for Christ on social media, live in a way that pleases him. You shouldn't be following accounts that glorify the things of the world that are filled with sinful content. Um, It's grievous and it does a lot of harm to Christianity when people say they're Christians in their bio. And then you look at the people they're following and they're cussing, and you look at the comments, and they're swearing, mm-hmm. and you're like, it actually brings reproach to Christ when we do that. Mm-hmm. So live out the Christian walk on social media by encouraging others in your comments, by uh, keeping pure and, and speech that is always gracious, as Colossians 3 uh, mm-hmm. encourages us to. Those are some of the ways that Christians can use social media in a way that pleases God. Yeah, That's absolutely. Fantastic. We're supposed to, and whatsoever we do in word or deed, we're to do all for the glory of God, and that includes how we use social media, for sure. Don't That's play the right. hypocrite, right? That's the big thing, is if you claim to follow Christ, act like it. Don't just, like like the, the Apostle James always talks about, right? You can't just be a reader of the word, you got to be a doer of the word. So I, I'm, I really appreciate that, that, um, that take on there. But in terms of your experience when you were just getting into social media as a Christian, I'm sure you have a few lessons learned. So what what are some gotchas there? What are, what are some lessons learned that you'd like to share with some of our audience listening today? That's a good question. I've just been more and more fascinated by the importance of social media in expanding Christ's kingdom. I am convinced that if the apostles were alive today, 
They would be on social media using it as a platform to share the gospel. Imagine the impossible. I Paul wonder what on Twitter. that would be. Yeah. That'd be interesting. It would be getting savage. into debates with yeah. false teachers. Oh, I can picture. Oh man, that would be amazing. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. I, I don't know that for sure, but that's I'm convinced they would use social media personally. But that's where the name of our agency comes from, On mm-hmm. the Mount, which you can also follow us on social media uh, by looking up On the Mount on any social media where we just encourage other Christians and we give them advice on how to use social media in a way that glorifies God. So you can follow us there too. But that's where the name comes from. It comes from Matthew 5, 1. Jesus said that, uh, or not Jesus said, but it says of Jesus, looking at the crowds, he went up on the mountain. So Jesus saw that there was a large number of people And the best way that the most number of people could hear the message of the gospel, could hear the sermon that he was about to preach, the greatest sermon ever preached by the greatest preacher who ever Mm -hmm. lived, the Sermon on the Mount, he went up on the mountain so the most amount of people could hear his message. Social media is the place to be to reach the most amount of people. And as Christians, we're called to be uh, bearers of light. We're we're, We're called to share the light of Christ and we're called to go out to where people are. Mm-hmm. And where Amen. people are is on social media. So that's one thing I've really learned. Is, totally. It's just that's that's the place to be. It's it's amazing for expanding God's kingdom. Yeah, it's that's it's great. really the public marketplace. It's the modern day marketplace. You think about the apostles, where did they go? They went out to where all the people were yes. all the time. And I think we were we were actually talking about it before. I mean, if you look at the top five websites in the world, right? You got what is it, Google, yep, YouTube, then YouTube. Facebook. That I'm trying Facebook to go from memory here. Twitter. Yep. Twitter. And then Instagram. Instagram, Instagram right? Five in yeah. the world, there not you just go. in America. So, I mean, they're out there. You might as well use it. Use That's it to right. the glory of God. And mm-hmm. ministries like Living Waters and Answers in Genesis have great resources that you can share on social media, even just Bible verses. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So you can mm-hmm. plug into those accounts, follow them, share that content, then that can get out to more people. You can defend your faith that way, share the gospel that way. So that's kind of a low-pressure low way to, to do that as well, I suppose. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a way we encourage people at Living Waters to share the gospel. Just share our YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. All across the world within an instant. I mean, you, you think about the technology today. Like, you publish a video. Tomorrow, someone in Australia could hear it, could see it. I mean, that was not possible before the Internet was. I mean, yes. just praise God for that technology. Mm-hmm. And so as Christians, it's not something we should shy away from. We shouldn't shy away from technology because um, we see that a lot in a lot of Christian circles mm-hmm. today. They, they say, you know, like, technology is bad, technology is worldly. Um, but that's the same like like you were talking about with the hammer, right? You could use that hammer to the glory of God, or you could use that hammer to har- to harm your neighbor. And the same thing with with social media, with inter- with the internet, with with all these different things out there, with computers, use it to glorify God and to expand His kingdom and to preach the great commission and go out there and make disciples of every nation. Amen. We see that. I want to say in Acts chapter seventeen, yeah, where where, where Paul <laughs> quoted a Greek poet. Yes. Why? I mean. Poetry at the time was a big form of entertainment. It's something that was spread around. It's something that was discussed. It was popular in their culture. And what's so unique is that if you look up that poem, because we know what it is historically, you'll see that it's talking about a false god. Mm -hmm. And yet that's what he uses to quote, to use as a springboard for the gospel. He uses a poem about a false god, about an idol. That's so remarkable, and that teaches us that we should be willing to use the things that are used or popular or loved by this world as springboards to get the gospel and biblical truth to more people. Social media is one of those platforms to do so. Amen. I appreciate all your work you're doing right now, brother. This this is great Mm -hmm. stuff. 
Thank yeah. you so much. It's been an absolute privilege. Yeah, a tremendous sure. blessing. Mm-hmm. Do you have any last minute advice in the last couple of minutes here that you would like to give to young adults or anything else you'd like to share? Final pep talk. Yeah, final pep talk. <laughs> final pep talk. Yeah, we're talking a lot about sharing the gospel and biblical truths on social media. And probably that's not what most Christians are doing. And that's not, uh, so like, I, like I said, every Christian should mention Christ some way. If we're followers of him, we are choosing to be humiliated for the sake of Christ in some way. We're promised persecution. We're promised that families will be torn apart. We're promised to lose friends. Jesus told us these things for following him. So we shouldn't be afraid to stand for Christ. But I want to say something that I don't think a lot of Christians say. It's not a sin to browse memes on social media. It's not a sin to, to browse random YouTube shorts and TikToks. You can enjoy those little pleasures unto the glory of God. Social media doesn't have to be this thing where it's all about, uh, you know, just expanding God's kingdom through every single post. Mm-hmm. You can you can write about your family. You can tweet a random joke. So you're saying every video you make on social media, you don't have to sp- explicitly preach the gospel every time and and bring up the scripture. You like like. Like you're saying, you can bring up these other biblical values in, in everything, in every other realm that's out there. Absolutely. Like, for example, I used to work in the construction industry. Kind of crazy, especially you see me in person. I'm, I'm a short guy. I'm 5'5". Five five. Not very much a construction guy, but when I worked there, I didn't just go there and start preaching the gospel to everyone. But over time, people were shocked. And all the time I got remarks, literally dozens of times, you've never cussed a single time. What's going on? Yeah, you never look notice. at the girls yep. walking by when they will stop and just gawk at them vocally, which is just its such a, a sinful industry. They're like, what is going on? They literally asked me, like, what are you doing differently? And I was able to share the gospel dozens of times because I gave a good witness for Christ by the grace of God in that yeah, environment. Yeah, you were living it out. Amen. And that's what we can do on social media. Mm-hmm. You live out a godly life in a way that no one can... Uh, say ill of you. It's called living above reproach, as the scriptures say it, and that testimony is invaluable to eventually being able to share the gospel with those you love. And yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, actions speak louder than words, but at the same time, we want to also be using words. Don't be afraid to use those words, but again, mm-hmm. we want to make sure that we're acting out what we're actually speaking. Don't play the hypocrite. There you go. It's a both end thing. Well, thank you so much for joining today. That was a great conversation. I think it'll be relatable to a lot of people and hopefully help expand the kingdom of God and reach those people who maybe haven't heard the gospel and don't know our hope in Christ. We've heard how we can use social media to, to do that. Hope you go out, find those channels. Do you want to mention them again, maybe for people? Yeah, absolutely. You can follow me on social media, Trevor Sheets, T-R-E-V-O-R-S-H-E-A-T-Z, or you can follow my agency on social media on the mount just by looking it up. Yeah, and then make sure you guys also check out Living Waters. They have a YouTube channel out there, and I I think Ray Comfort also has a really awesome channel. I think it's called Just Witnessing. So if you guys want to learn more about how that looks like, how to actually use biblical evangelism and actually take it to the next level, a really great resource to start with there. Absolutely. There you go. Well, we hope that gives you some great encouragement, helps you really know practical tools for how to take the social media you're already doing and apply that to further the kingdom of God. Thanks so much for coming. We hope you apply these tools. We hope you join us next time. And meanwhile, please keep standing on the truth of God's word with zero compromise. See you guys later. God bless. Bye.